Hello, music friends. Welcome to Fiction Fridays. Today, we are delving into the second chapter of A Change in Tune. And in this one, we actually get to spend some time at my favorite coffee shop, Café Chocolat. And if you're watching the video, you can see me drinking from my French espresso cup that my French sister actually gave me when I was living in Paris. And she also gave me this fabulous poster that says, J'aime le chocolat. So I had several inspirations for this coffee shop, some being cafes in France, also the coffee shop at my university where I spent a lot of time studying, catching up with friends, reading. And so I hope that you all have a coffee shop in your, in your local town where you can especially go to read since this is a fiction podcast and maybe catch up with your friends. Now, the narrator for chapter two is cellist Jerry Chang. And in this episode, he visits the coffee shop with Victoria and Adrian Pearson, the sisters who are still kind of in a fight. Remember, one of them is a violinist and the other is a violist. You also get to meet the third sister, Marie Pearson, who is a barista. And you'll soon find out she's also a fiddle player. And now the four of these characters all form a quartet and they have to decide what they're going to play for church the next weekend. And they're debating between, uh, well, mostly on Pachelbel's Canon or if they should play something else. Now, for those of you who are musical, you definitely know Pachelbel's Canon. For those of you who aren't musical, you still probably have heard Pachelbel's Canon in D. It's one of the most played songs at weddings of all time. So we'll see if you recognize the opening tune. written in the late 17th century, probably around 1690. We don't know the exact date. Uh, this is a one-hit wonder for the composer Pachelbel. Unlike his contemporary Bach, who's famous for tons and tons of songs, Pachelbel is pretty much only famous for this specific canon. A canon means that you have that same melody passed between different instruments. So the first violin passes it to the second violin, passes it to the viola. Now, unfortunately for the cello, it's not the most interesting part. Okay, so J Jerry in this episode, he doesn't want to make Victoria mad, but he really doesn't want to have to play it because he plays the same notes over and over and over again. actually playing the basso continuo, which is really the foundation of the quartet, but it is a bit banal if you're having to play the same thing over and over. If you haven't yet watched the YouTube video on Pachelbel's rant, it is hilarious. It features a guitarist who had actually been a cellist in the past, and he talks about how those same notes follow him throughout the rest of his musical career. He can hear that same chord progression in pretty much every song he ever plays. So it's pretty funny. Now, fortunately, Victoria, the first violinist, she likes Pachelbel's canon because she has a more interesting part. So she doesn't mind playing it so much. A lot of times during the Baroque era, again, the, the time when Pachelbel was writing, Bach was writing, Vivaldi, a lot of the music featured the first violinist. 
and they would have these really intricate, fast passages. But then the other instruments sometimes had a more accompanimental style part. Now, it became a little more interesting for multiple instruments in the Romantic era, like 19th century music. So Jerry admits in this chapter he prefers the Romantic era, where the cellist finally can take the lead at times. Now, a lot of us musicians get to play Pachelbel's Canon for weddings, and I even had it at my wedding. And I wanted to mention that today's sponsor is a wedding I played this past weekend. So I just wanted to put in a little plug that if you are getting married, look up your local string quartet and hire some strings for your wedding. Or if you want to have it for a birthday party, for your second cousin twice removed, or your great aunt Betty died last week and she's having her funeral, you could hire a string quartet. But in all seriousness, it really does help uh, musicians if you hire local and bring them back, especially after the pandemic when it's been tricky for a lot of musicians to get to perform. Uh, it means a lot to us when you hire local strings to play for your events. So thanks again to all the brides and grooms who have hired um, our quartet in the Midwest to play. We really appreciate it. And thanks again, since that was the sponsor for today. And I hope that you go out and look up some of your local players and I'll see you next week.